Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 931, 21 to line. Look at Tim. Zimmer Manning, Master Control, bringing us back with Elton John and Kiki T. Kiki D, don't go breaking my heart. As we talk about Valentine's Day. How about that? A uh, uh, lift of the Jim Steele Memorial mug to Tim Zimmer. Mardi Gras is Tuesday, a week from today. After that, the day after that is Valentine's Day. Somebody texted in and said, Tommy, Valentine's Day also falls on the first day of Lent. So it'll be interesting for those people who give up chocolate for Lent and meat. Actually, if you're going to go out and have a steak dinner from Mardi Gras or something. Um, Dr. Judy Ho joins us now, our friend, clinical and forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. Good morning, Dr. Judy. How are you? Good morning, Tommy. So it's love month already, I guess. It is. Uh, uh, that snuck up on me. I can't believe we're already in February of this year. It, yeah, no. Have you uh, ever listened to um, the Hidden Brain podcast? No, I haven't. I would suggest that. You may, you may enjoy that because um, they, I was listening to something interesting about perception and prediction and how it was an interesting experiment where the, uh, the host of the show, a psychiatrist, played uh, some speech that had been garbled and asked if you could understand it and you couldn't. And then he told you what he said, and then he played it again, and you could clearly understand what it was. And it goes to how your brain works. And I think you would enjoy that. Let me know. Check it out. See what oh, you know. okay, I will. Right. I'm going to put brain. that on my list. Hidden Brain is the name of it. Now, Hidden Brain. let's talk about um, Valentine's Day. And, I, I, you know, you got two sides of this. you got people that are lonely and that this is a terrible time of year because it's like a big old face full of you got nobody. Uh, and then there are people who are in love, but we want to take care of them, too, because we want to make sure that they are not in a position where they get a big old face full of you got nobody and you're lonely <laughs> next year. Right. So let's start <laughs> right. with the people that are in the position of looking for love, not finding any. What advice yeah. would you give them? And does it is it age specific or age related? Yeah, this, these are such good questions. I mean, I think that is such a loaded conversation for so many people because they're like, oh, like, I want to talk about Valentine's because I don't have a love in my life right now. So I feel like if that's you and that's kind of how you're feeling, of course, you know, if those are your desires, you want to have a partner. I mean, that's a very common human desire. Like, we're not denying that. But at the same time, if that isn't in your life at the moment, it's still a good time to celebrate and honor the relationships that you have. They don't have to be romantic. They can be platonic relationships, people you cherish, right? Your top five, your inner circle, you know, there's still something to be said about, you know, how can I strengthen those relationships while I'm waiting 
for hopefully the love of my life, right? Um, so I think that you can sort of, you know, instead of feeling sorry for yourself or saying, well, why haven't, hasn't that happened for me yet? You know, really think about a couple of people in your life who you're really, really, um, you know, wanting more of a connection to. You know they're important to you, but maybe you've lost a little bit of touch over the last few months or years, or, you know, maybe it's just time to reconnect again with these important people. And it's a good time to focus on that. Yeah, I think that's the first time I've ever heard that. And that talk about ways of thinking, that opens up a whole new avenue. Instead of of beating yourself up or longing for something you don't have about the romantic love, and that is different than a platonic love, but celebrate the love in your life as it exists, right? Exactly. And that's not, you know, that's not denying that you have the need for a romantic love. It's just saying, well, for the time being, let's celebrate what we have. I got something, a text that comes in here, and I should have given the number out earlier. I like to bring the audience in as soon as we can. The Oakland Art Jeweler talking text line, 504-260-1870. Somebody texted in and said, my mom is a widow in her late 50s. She thinks it's too late to find another uh, husband or soulmate, and which brings up another question about the whole soulmate thing. But what about that? Is there an age where it's like, you know, almost like teeth where it's not worth replacing? I shouldn't have said that because it's a terrible example. But you know, <laughs> Well, n- never. Um, and my mother-in-law just turned 80, and she just, you know, got a fresh set of dentures, so it's never too yeah, late, Yeah, I right? shouldn't have said that, but um, <laughs> you know what I mean. But, um, but I totally know what you mean, and I don't think it's ever too late to have a great and important love of your life, you know, soulmate or great love or however you want to define that. Um, you know, it, it's really just about putting yourself out there again, and there are a lot of people who are looking for love at different ages, there's community events. If you want to do it old school style, you know, be introduced to a friend of a friend. But actually, you know, Tommy, there are online dating websites for older generations, too. You know, I mean, you might need a little help from maybe the younger generations, put your profile together, et cetera. But they do exist, too. So I don't think it's ever too late. Now, one thing I found, and, you know, I'm close to 50, is um, I don't have the patience to pretend like we're in high school. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying where it's like, you know, when you when you're in high school, you 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 flirt a little bit back and forth and 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 you know, and uh, do you like me to check yes or no and I, you know, for the love of god, we're 50 years old here. What are we doing? What what why am I wrong in that, Dr. Judy or not? <laughs> you, no, you're not wrong. And I think that as we get older, you know, we do get more defined in what we know we want and need and we also become a little less willing to change a lot of things for another person right and all of that is totally understandable although if you're going to be in a relationship with somebody you're you're going to have to compromise times. doesn't mean you have to compromise your whole person but i think that it does come with some advantages as we get older and we're looking for love you know you get much more clear on what you want and then you don't waste your time or somebody else's time, right? I mean, I, I can think back to when I was in my, you know, early 20s. And, you know, you might hang in there for a while in a relationship where you're like, ah, I'm not really even sure how much I like this person, but I guess I'll just hang in. It seems like you got a lot of time, plus you're a lot more flexible. But as you get older, you're like, you know what? I already know that this is not going to work for me, so why waste my time and their time too, right? So I think it comes with advantages, but you just have to be careful 
that there's a little bit of a balance and that you're just not writing somebody off for something super minor, right? Just because you don't want to change your life at all. Well, but you know, I'm, you know, I'm talking about with the the foolishness, of, and I shouldn't say that, but because, but, but it's just, you know, do you like me? Do you, do you want to? Oh you know, yes, uh, come on, man. Let's. Really oh yeah, the games. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You just don't have patience for games anymore. It's like the if games, you like me, exactly. you're gonna call me. Right. If you like me, you're going to call me. There's no, it doesn't matter about the two or three or four day rule, right? It's just, hey, this is the time I got and uh, I'm thinking about you and I'm calling you. And also, you know, we're not going to wait for a whole weekend to go by without talking to each other because this is kind of when I can hang out. So, yeah, I definitely think that as you get older, that is actually a big advantage. It's, it's the fact that you can really communicate your desires and your wants, hopefully, more efficiently, instead of saying, well, let me see if he'll pine for me more if I don't text him back right away, even though I saw his text right when he texted right, me. Right, exactly. You know? That's high school stuff. Yes. Let me take a break. We'll high get back. I want, to, I want to talk about soulmates because some people are texting in and asking, is there such a thing as a soulmate or a soulmate or do we all eventually end up settling where you're never going to get everything you want? So uh, how does the whole process work psychologically in our minds? We're talking about love with Dr. Judy Ho, clinical and forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. And Dr. Judy, not to get too anatomical, but it's not our hearts. It is our mind, correct? Right. It okay. is our mind. Just to be clear. All right. <laughs> 940, till 10 questions, 504-260-1870. Traffic now, WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Nine forty-six, fourteen till ten. Talking to Dr. Judy Ho, our friend, clinical and forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast about Valentine's Day, which is going to get lost in a way in Mardi Gras, which is next Tuesday. And I was talking about the concept of soulmate, Dr. Judy. Some wiseacre texted in and said, "Tommy, it's probably an autocorrect. It should be cellmate." Um, let's talk about soulmate and settling and finding the right one. I, you know, I know you're a human being, so you do have human feelings. You are, uh, however, also a licensed uh, clinical and forensic neuropsychologist. So is the concept of soulmate a real one, or is that something that people sometimes invent uh, to make themselves feel better? 
Yeah, you know, I think it's really about your belief system. I mean, for the people who, I guess it's two, two camps, people who believe in soulmates and, of course, people who don't. And I don't think that that means that you're not an optimistic person if you don't believe in soulmates. I think that, you know, people who don't believe in soulmates, usually they'll say, well, I still think that people can have great loves of their life. I just don't know if there's like one singular soulmate. Maybe there's a few soulmates or maybe there's a few great loves. And so I don't think that it has anything to do with necessarily like a positivity or pessimism in terms of your thinking. But I do think that if you believe that there's a soulmate out there, then sometimes it can contribute to feelings of inadequacy if you feel like you haven't found that soulmate or that you're never going to. So you have to sometimes look at your belief system and say, well, is this actually holding me back or actually helping me? Um, so I really do think, though, it's, it's really a combination of people's upbringing, their experiences, their belief systems that, that causes them to believe in a soulmate or not. I think the most important thing, though, is like, are you settling? You don't want to settle just because you just want to have somebody to hang around with because you're not going to be satisfied and happy if that's the case. But it's more about, is this person, you know, worth my time? You know, is this person somebody who shares important values as me so that I know we're going to be on the same page with the big things in life, you know, and then is this going to be a person who brings me joy more often than not? You're going to be in conflict. Just accept that. If you're a relationship that never fights, it's actually usually a sign of, unhealthy relationship because you're not really talking about issues. When two people come together, there's always going to be disagreements from time to time. But it's more about, you know, do we have more positive experiences than ones that are conflictual? That's really what we find in research to be the most important predictor of satisfaction in relationships. Is there a clinical definition of love? Because we're talking about synapses in the brain, right? And we're talking about Mm -hmm. responses of the body to stimuli. Ultimately, isn't that what we're talking about? Yeah, definitely. And I think that what we need to remember is there's definitely a chemical reaction when it comes to love and caring. And again, platonic or not platonic, uh, it's all about stimulating certain neurotransmitters. And the more we have those neurotransmitters, the more we're going to be motivated to be more around that person, spend more time with them. And the most important transmitters are dopamine, which is the sometimes dubbed the happy hormone, but it's also the motivational hormone. So when that hormone spikes, your mind is telling yourself, hey, we like this experience, have more of this experience. So it actually you know, motivates you to be more around that person or pursue a specific goal or an activity. There's also oxytocin. This is what's usually dubbed the love hormone. So again, when you're hugging somebody, holding hands, having you know, physical contact with somebody you care about, um, Platonic or not, your oxytocin will rise. And that also is an indicator that this is a person who you care about and is important to you. And then another um, really important chemical is serotonin. So serotonin contributes to this feeling of well-being and peace. And so that's another thing when people sometimes say, oh, well, this person feels like home to me. That's kind of what they're talking about, this idea of, oh, like, I feel peace with this person. Maybe my anxiety goes down a bit and I feel like they're a little bit of a stress reliever for me. You know, those are the kinds of things that any kind of love in your life, platonic or not, can help you to feel more of. And that all contributes to your overall sense of happiness. So when it comes to, and I get a text here from somebody says, I'm a 32 year old man, the clock's ticking. I've dated several women. Um, none of them is perfect, but I don't want to keep looking for the perfect one until I'm 80 years old. 
how do you know when, <laughs> how do you know? Because you are forming, and look, if you've ever been divorced, God forbid, you know you're forming a partnership with somebody if you get married because, you know, those divorce yeah. papers say blank v blank, just like you're breaking up a business. How do you know when you find the right partner? I think that one of the things that is important to lean into is your sense of intuition. Sometimes people think, well, intuition, that means that you're not using your brain. Actually, intuition is a part of your brain. It's just the part of your brain that is a lot more primitive. And that's why we call it intuition, because it's just like you get this idea of like it feels right or it doesn't, but you can't verbalize it because it's in the part of the brain that is reliant on experiences and the collective unconsciousness of the human being and kind of just knows what's right or wrong without being able to put it into words. So I would say, trust your gut, trust your intuition, especially when it comes to something like love. If you've already logic your way through this whole thing, thought about the pros and cons of the person, I think at the end of the day, you just have to ask yourself, well, what does my intuition tell me? How do I really feel without having to put it into words or explain it to somebody or overanalyze it? And intuition is a skill that we can hone. Um, and the more that you ask your intuition to be involved, the more you're training it and the stronger um, and better your intuition will be. And again, for those skeptics out there, intuition is a part of your brain. It's just the part that doesn't verbalize. It's not your frontal lobe, which overthinks. It's kind of like the base of your brain that just knows things because of experience and common sense. And again, like I said, relying on the wisdom of all humankind, we all carry a piece of that with us by being part of the same species. And so I think when you've asked yourself all the questions, made all your lists, that's the last thing you should ask yourself. So I remember when I got married, walking out, you know, from the back of the church, wherever the hell I walked out, in front of the church, I guess, actually, wondering, you know, wow, this, at that moment, the, the, the level of the commitment really hit me and everything else, which I guess was a little late to get the kind of feedback. But how do you, how do you ever know? Can you ever be 100% certain? You can't ever be 100% certain. Sometimes people think, oh, if I have this nagging feeling or I have a little bit of skepticism, I have some questions, does that mean that this is wrong? And it doesn't. It doesn't mean that it's wrong. Obviously, you, you do have to you know, filter out, okay, is it just me trying to say that everything is fine when I know that it's not? I'm just making excuses for this person because we've probably all been there before. Um, you don't want to do that, right? You, you want to, to have an even-keeled way of considering this. And human beings, part of our the best quality of being a human being is the fact that we have these super-powered brains and we question. Like, the fact that we question does not mean that we don't have faith, does not mean that we don't love a person. It means that we're naturally curious individuals. And so it's okay to say, well, is this right? I, I don't know. Like, am I okay with this? Those are okay questions to ask. The minute we stop asking those questions is when we stop using our critical thinking altogether, and that's not a good thing at all. So don't be upset with yourself or upset with your partner or think that's the wrong partner. If you ever once in a while say, you know what, I'm not sure, is this the right person for me? I think that when you're with somebody, it's a, it's a daily choice, you know, no matter how you know, long you've been married, no matter what your personal beliefs are about partnership and, you know, once I'm married, that's it. Like, I'm not going to leave this relationship no matter what. Even if that's your belief system, you're still making an individual choice every single day when you wake up to say, do I want to care about this person, love this person? And I think we should just focus on that. You know, that also helps us to live in the moment and not to take people for granted. You know, every single day you're making a decision to care about the person in front of you. Thank you, Dr. Judy. A pleasure as always. Hope you have a nice week, nice Valentine's Day. We're going to miss you on Mardi Gras, okay? 
Oh, thank you. You too. Happy Valentine's Day. I'm going to be very nervous about the Super Bowl this Sunday, so I got to cross that bridge before Valentine's Day because the 49ers are playing. So I hope you're not rooting for the Chiefs. All right, I'll let you go on that note. Um, <laughs> it's just a game. Thank you, Dr. Judy. <laughs> Clinical and forensic neuropsychologist, host of the Supercharged Life podcast. I'll make my prediction now. I hate to tell you, but I think the Chiefs beat the Niners on a last-minute drive. Uh, Newell's coming up next. We'll find out what he's got when we return on WWL. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseballs and boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.